0: The advice given on sex and other human activities is for entertainment purposes only. If you've got a question for us, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. Kid Rock and Limp Bizkit.
1: Yeah, I think I also saw the. I, saw, I think I saw them in on uh, tour together.
0: Yeah, me too. The Summer Sanitarium. Summer Sanitarium <laughs> tour. And I had
1: like the the shirt. I bought the T-shirt with the baby that was in the disgusting kitchen. I
0: had that T-shirt. No, t- you fucking did. Oh my did god. It. Welcome no, to sex and other it. human activities. We're talking T-shirts.
1: <laughs> t-shirts. Speaking of T-shirts, Cowman shirts just came out.
0: Yeah, Cowman, the band in which uh, myself and Jackie's boyfriend Duggar in, we uh, just got T-shirts. In. It's the very first time after being in bands for 14, 15 years uh, that I have ever had band t-shirts. Like an actual printed shirt of the band that I'm in. And I dug too as well. It's like the most exciting, weird, awesome feeling. They're like, yeah, even the last podcast shirts, they're cool. But that's not the band. It's not the band. Uh, yeah, I it's, mean,
1: it's not the band. Although those shirts have your face on it.
0: Yeah, but, but that means I can't wear it.
1: Why not Because it's got my face on it That's cool (laughs) I wear it Sometimes it's weird That I have my brother's face On my breast Yeah But you know, you got to get past things sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you really got to get past it. Sometimes you got to let things go. Whoa, hey.
1: it's what we're talking about on the show today. Oh
0: my god, yes, that is what we're talking about today. Today we're we're talking about, and it, it's kind of weird how it was inspired. Like you're reading Name of the Wind right now, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is one of my favorite fantasy novels ever. I fucking love it quite a bit. Uh, but you, you're, you're kind of like. I'm not sure if I stop reading it, am I quitting or am I just admitting that I don't want to read it?
1: And then admitting that it's okay sometimes to just let things
0: go. Yeah, and that actually turned into a conversation about, you know, and that's a bigger question in life. Is uh, Yeah, when is it okay? When are you quitting something and when are you letting something go?
1: And it is a very interesting. I think it's something that takes a lot of mistakes to really learn, and I think that you never actually really learn in, until it's hindsight. Yeah, and I think that's the scariest part. Um, sometimes when I when we started talking about this, it immediately started bringing up all these weird things of like I'm remembering at the time being like, no, I just can't do this anymore. I just can't handle it anymore. And then looking back and being like, did I just give up? Yeah, did I just stop doing it because it got hard? And, and that pertains to a lot of things. It can be relationships. It, it can be a project that you're working on. It could be a book. Or like the iPod that I have in my pocket right now, <laughs> because it's also why we started talking about it, is because I have my iPod in my pocket from college that has been at my store that has been used for many years, and now the screen is dead. Mm-hmm. The iPod does not work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yet, I have it in my pocket, because I was like, well, because they were going to throw it away. And I was like, don't throw it away. Oh, God. And I got... I playlist on it from 2006, <laughs> and I have to have it, and there's no reason for me to have it, but I just, I can't quit you, iPod. <laughs> I can't quit you. No reason for it. I've got all the music on my streaming thing.
0: Well, speaking of music, I can definitely give you a very concrete example of when I gave up indefinitely in hindsight realized that I definitely gave up when I was in college uh, working with a college radio station. I was a uh, station manager there for two straight years and I could have done it for a third throughout my second senior year in college. Yeah.
1: Second senior year? Yeah,
0: that's when you go the, to school oh, for five years. Oh, I know what years. second
1: <laughs> senior year is. As someone that graduated in three years, I wouldn't know anything about Gosh, it.
0: Fucking nerd. Wasn't that dumb? That's really dumb. And he,
1: that's another thing in <laughs> hindsight where I was like, no, I'm too go- I, I can I don't have to like, cause I finished and I was mm-hmm. like, well, why go another year when I can go and start my career?
0: You went too far.
1: That's scary. That was done. <laughs> and now looking back, I understood where my dad was like, take an extra year.
0: Yeah. Do you it. don't got
1: to worry about anything. Take an extra year. I was like, no, I've got to go. <laughs> I've got to go do comedy, daddy. <laughs> Look at me now. Look at me
0: now. <laughs> what I did is that I had been working at this, uh, college radio station for four years, like super really working my ass off for the entire time, working my way up through the ranks until finally I got to station manager. I've been doing it for a couple years. Uh, and it was getting very, it was getting very tough because it was getting to the last year in college and I was really going for a push and I was really, that's when my mental problems really started ramping up and showing themselves. Uh, But I look back on it and it wasn't really a time that I needed to quit. I kind of feel almost like if I would have stayed with it, if I would have stayed and been station manager for a third year, I feel like that I would have had some sort of anchor for when shit started to go wrong in my head. I feel like I I almost think that, that it would have been better for me if I would have had that extra thing going on because once I stopped doing that, I was completely rudderless. I don't regret it because I had a lot of great things come out of me not doing that the last year. But I look back on it now and I, I realize, like, no, I, I totally gave up on that. Uh, I, it wasn't time to, for me to let go and I probably would have some more experience that I could use now in my career that I might have learned in that last year if I would have just fucking kept going. And I'd, I mean, I will 100% say that I gave up. Uh, and you're right. That's something that I can only see in hindsight. That's something that can only uh, like at the time I felt like I was making the best decision. That I, I'm just going to concentrate on college for the last year. Uh, and I just gave up. Um, but there are other times in my current career where I've had to let go. Of certain shows or certain opportunities, certain jobs uh, that I just had to let go in order to move on to something better. Because I had to let go of my job at Breakthrough Radio, being the uh, comedy director there. I had to let go of that so I could focus on cave comedy radio, working at the Blue Stove uh, and doing this at the same time for a good six, eight months, uh, because I had let go of that other thing and moved on to something so much better and so much more satisfying. It was a huge risk. It could have blown up my face. I could have fucked things up real bad. But I let go of the sure thing and I went on towards something that was a lot more it was a lot riskier. Uh a lot less comfortable. So much less comfortable but in the end it paid off beautifully. I would not be sitting here right now if I hadn't let go of that easy, easier, comfortable thing and done the hard thing, done the really difficult one. And sometimes, I don't know, maybe that's the difference between giving up and letting go uh, is sometimes I think when you're giving up, it's more to do the easier thing. Uh, it's more to do the, either the easier thing or nothing either one Uh, but letting go I think a lot of times has more to do with if I let go of this one thing then I can move on to a better thing to
1: other things yeah And I guess that's what's scary, specifically with projects or with career things, when you are so drained and you're so in the dirt about something and you're just like, but is this just the darkest hours before dawn? Mm -hmm. Like, is this something that you should just keep going? And, And it's like, if it's been years, if it's been a few months, if it's just that you are, it's something that is driving you crazy, how do you know when to stop before you You hate something, Mm -hmm. you know. It's like, and I think that's what's so scary is that it's it, it. The hindsight is great, but the now sight is like, but what do you do? And I like that. I think that it's a really good idea of thinking of it that like are you moving on to something and a lot of times more uncomfortable harder to get through but is it something that's better for you in the long run then then it is a good idea to go that way where I, I think of I had the opposite experience in college when I've talked about it before when I gave up meteorology. And at the time, I saw it as quitting. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm quitting this because it's too hard and I got to go do comedy. I want to go do this stuff. And looking back, I have learned that in hindsight that I just let it go. Yeah. I let go part of the dream that was in my head of a different person. And then if I had kept going, I mean, my life would be completely different. But that's also, everyone has paths.
0: We'd be watching you on... News 12, Doppler weather with Jackie Zabrowski. I
1: was going to be in space, Marcus. (laughs) But also, thank God I didn't because they cut all the meteorology funding uh, for NASA.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: Yeah, they cut most of their funding. So, you know, at the end of the day, I wouldn't have had a job. I would have spent all that money.
0: Does this mean that you still keep up on the latest in meteorology news? Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes, <laughs> I still love the weather. I'm still involved in you know because in my head the cra- you know everyone's got a crazy like fallback plan. Yeah, yeah my yeah. long, long, long shot fallback plan: go back to school, get my doctorate, become a meteorologist. <laughs> Which there's no way I I I think I could even get into a PhD program with a theater major. Yeah, I mean, but I did double major in English. So... Maybe that'll get me
0: somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, I did the major in English as well because my crazy fallback plan is to uh, become an historian. Uh, Yeah, there
1: you go. An
0: historian. Uh, High school, high school. You uh, mean Google because Google has (laughs) your job now. No, 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 no. Google does not have my job not for people like myself. Mm -hmm. Not for the the nice jerk-off world that is (laughs) history.
1: But isn't that kind of fun, though?
0: Yeah, it is fun. We're all just working to Impress each other,
1: but also like I think it's like. Anybody's listening right now, think about what your far off fallback fall plan is. And it's kind of fun to think about like where your brain goes. Yeah. That historian, I didn't know. I thought your thing was um, dead people.
0: Yeah, I thought about that for a little while, but until, actually, it was until uh, I got a bit, uh, the last podcast, we got a bit of fan mail. It's hanging up over there on the wall. Uh, it is, a fan sent us her practice head from Mortuary Sciences School, uh, and that is... It's a wax head. There's a skull underneath. I mean, it's uh, pretty fucking cool. It's really fucking cool, but there's a skull underneath that wax face, and you have to build... Uh, These wax faces from scratch You pretty much have to sculpt people's faces If they're all fucked up uh, From decomposition or The accident that they died in Or gunshot wound or something like that Like You have to reconstruct that stuff I don't think I'd be very good at that
1: why? But your fingers are so small and nimble.
0: What are you talking about? My fingers are gigantic. It was a joke. <laughs> I was making a joke. <laughs> I can't even play guitar that well. Much less resculpt someone's face. I don't have the. I don't have that spatial. Um, I don't have that spatial awareness that is required for that. I can't draw. I can't really sculpt well. I can't uh, imagine something in my head or even look at something and reproduce it. I don't have that skill. That's something. So, in other words, I have let go. Of my possible plan to go into mortuary school because I've accepted, it's like, oh no I don't have the skills required to do that, uh, unfortunately Uh, and also I don't have uh, the temperament it would take to be uh, someone in funeral services, having to drop everything at the, you know, to drop everything no matter what's going on in your life, no matter if it's a holiday, if it's a wedding no matter what You have to fucking stop what you're doing and go take care of this dead person. And fucking, it is great that people do that, but I don't think that I would enjoy that lifestyle. I don't think I could do it. I enjoy my free time too much. I enjoy having a life outside of my career way too much. And I don't think that I have the temperament to make my career my life. I don't want to do that. Uh, and if I were to become a mortician or an embalmer, uh, I would have to do that. Or a funeral director. That's what they have to do. Uh, I and saw
1: my girl. I know about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I had to let go of that. I, I had to accept that that wasn't going to be, that wasn't going to be something that I'd do, you know? Uh, so really my fallback, crazy fallback plan is uh, something to do with history because I'm good at it and I love it.
1: I feel like it's it's important every once in a while. If you feel like you're, you know, you're just a little overwhelmed or you're really being hard on yourself, I, I think the long shot fallback plan reminds you of the other things you have that are good attributes. Mm-hmm. It's remembering that, you know, I can do other things besides what I'm doing. I'm not in the box that I think that I'm in. Yeah, And I think that it's hard sometimes when you're working on a career, you're working on a relationship, you're working on trying to read the first 150 pages of a, <laughs> of a, of a very boring
0: book. It's not boring I at I know all. that it will get better. The story of Quoth is a long and varied one. It is. It's just a little hard and the beginning and i think that oh you don't enjoy his wandering minstrel life it is with ben his teacher who is teaching him all sorts of wonderful tricks well how else is he supposed to get smart oh until sender comes along and ruins it all
1: don't ruin anything for me marcus Because I guess I'm going to keep reading. Because I am not going to give
0: up on this book. You should not give up on Because it's book. not
1: going to make me better. It's not going to, I'm no, my life is not going to be better without reading this book. I spent $7 on a very <laughs> thick, small printed book. And I'm going to read it. You
0: should. I know you well. I know your taste well. Once you get into it, you're going to love it.
1: Yeah, but in between, I read Stardust and I love that book.
0: Okay, Stardust is fine. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a good fun.
1: quick read.
0: Yeah, it's a good quick read.
1: But I think you know you just got to keep going and sometimes it's okay to say I can't do this anymore.
0: Yeah. And also remember when you think about your far off like your far off backup plan, just make sure it's not something like fireworks tester. I mean,
1: you know, it's like, I don't need all my fingers.
0: <laughs> and why no, not? I mean, like a, an impossible job. An impossible yeah, job. Yeah, an impossible job I mean, to have. for
1: all intents and purposes, uh, getting my PhD <laughs> and becoming a meteorologist is fairly impossible. It's
0: not impossible.
1: It's not impossible. You could do it. I'd have to stop drinking. <laughs> I think that's what the sad part. It was at the time when I was, I was in therapy at the time where I was like, did I choose partying Over a career Mm -hmm. And I just remember my therapist being like yes But (laughs) if that's Something like because she's like it's not Partying it's it's laughing it's Making people laugh it's entertainment it's a Social job it's a social it's like which is Very different and if that is Something that you feel more inclined to do Then it is better in the long run You shouldn't choose partying over it because I mean It's what it really is all those calc three Classes are eight o'clock in the morning (laughs) And I can't do that if I got Shows at night
0: yeah that's exactly right. Or man. Lord knows, get any of the homework done. <laughs> oh no, yeah, that's why I had to kick. Uh, that's why I had to kick anthropology. I had night shifts at the radio station. Couldn't wake up for that eight a.m. physical anthropology bone class and listen to Professor Horneye drone on and on about clavicles.
1: I mean, but you love bones.
0: I know. That's why I got into it. Yeah. But I didn't love them that much. I understand.
1: (laughs) You don't love them at 8 o'clock in the morning.
0: Uh, No, I do not 8 o'clock in the morning love bones. (laughs) I casually love bones. Like you might love pizza.
1: Yeah, but I love the weather. (laughs) And I love pizza
0: at 8 a.m. too. Oh, yeah. And I love history.
1: All right. That's great. Yeah. Even at 8 a.m.?
0: Even at 8 a.m. You know, wow. I got here at uh, 8 a.m. yesterday just to research Son of Sam in the history of New York City in the 1970s. See, there you so go. I would say this week I 8 a.m. loved history.
1: That's good for you. See? Yeah. You could get your long shot fallback job.
0: <laughs> I really could.
1: We all got to have dreams. We all got to have Backup plans Yes We're not in a box
0: (laughs) You're not living in a box No, none of us are living in boxes There's holes in the box Yeah
1: You can see through the holes Sometimes you gotta squint But there are holes Yeah, they're there Don't worry You can breathe You can breathe Can I breathe? Can I breathe? (gasps) Can I breathe? I can breathe
0: This week's Sex and Other Human Activities is brought to you by CraftVapory.com. If you put in the code sex and vaping" at checkout, you'll get 20% off your first month subscription as well as 10% off a purchase from the Craft online shop. I've been using them for a few months now and as a guy that likes to use a lot of different flavors with vaping uh, and a guy who's also uh, recently quit smoking, uh, it's perfect for me to try a whole bunch of different juices to see exactly what I like. So that's CraftVapory.com. If you put in the code sex and vaping you get 20% off your first month subscription as well as 10% off a purchase from the craft online shop now let's get to the questions Let us get to our first letter for today what are we calling this man mm,
1: jaws of
0: life <laughs> Actually, he could kind of use some of those right now That's kind of what That's kind of what it's about Is he about. stuck
1: in a car? Is because it? he shouldn't have written in You should probably call the police if you're stuck in a car
0: Oh my god, he's, it was five days ago He's still in the car Oh
1: my god, my dad knew how to use the jaws of
0: life That was part of his job Dear Jackie and Marcus, I am in a car <laughs> It is. I am wrapped around a tree And things are starting to look dim We gotta get him out
1: of there, Marcus <laughs> Going on a field trip
0: <laughs> Alright, Jaws, here we go Hey Marcus and Jackie, I guess I'm writing to you guys because I feel like I'm at a breaking point. I need to express my thoughts to someone, and since you guys and everyone else at Cave Comedy Radio are big inspirations to me, I figured this would make me feel better. I'm 19 and a sophomore in college. I'm having trouble dealing with the surreal nature of life. Like many other people, I've struggled with anxiety and depression from a young age. I've never done much about it, though. I've always liked to handle things by myself. My biggest problem is that is this constant feeling that there's something extremely wrong with me. I've always been told I was smart and I like to believe that. I consider myself to have an insightful mind at the very least, But I have so much trouble expressing myself that sometimes I convince myself that I'm actually incredibly stupid. Even now, this email isn't sounding how I want it to because I'm so bad at communicating my feelings. Sometimes I'm so confused by my own mind that I think I'm insane. But I think it's just paranoia due to anxiety. Thankfully, uh, through listening to last podcast on the left, I've learned that the answer to my problems doesn't lie in harming myself or others. So I have no intentions of hurting myself or others. But I do think I need help before I start feeling worse. I know I'm rambling, so I'll wrap this up. I guess I just don't know if it's normal to feel this scared and confused. Is it common to be terrified by your own thoughts this way? Thanks, Jaws. Gotta tell you, dude, I know exactly how you feel. This is how I feel every day. Like, this, this, is, this is it. This is, I mean, this, the, everything that you're describing, uh, people telling you're smart when you cannot get past the fact that you think you're dumb as shit all the time, uh, thinking that you're insane, the paranoia, uh, having kind of weird, violent thoughts sometimes about harming yourself or others. Um, and the biggest thing, liking to handle shit by yourself. I did that for fucking years, years upon years. It's like, no, nah, I got it. I'm cool. I don't need help. I'm just, right. I, don't, I don't need help. It's fine. I, I don't need help. I can fuck. I don't need medication. I don't need therapy. I don't need anything like that. But once I admitted that I am powerless against some things inside my own brain, just like it sounds like that there are some things that you are powerless uh, that are inside your own brain as well, and I got help, man, everything turns around. Everything turns around. It's and it turns around slowly. I mean, remember when uh, you're working on this stuff like that? It's it's like trying to turn around a an ocean liner, you know, a huge cargo ship. These things do not. It's not like you're driving a fucking Volkswagen Bug here, man. You've got a gigantic ship to turn around, and it's going to take a while. Uh, but yeah. You do need to get some help. I mean, you're, you're, you can't go through this stuff on your own. One way or another, you need to get help. Not saying that medication is the right thing for you, but definitely therapy. Definitely talking to somebody, whether it be a counselor uh, or uh, an actual therapist, depending on what is available to you, where you're, go- where you're going to college. Uh, but yeah, man, you are not alone, and it is very common. It's not rare. <laughs> yeah. Know that there are so many people that feel uh, exactly like you, myself included. I know exactly where you are, dude. Uh, but once I got help uh, after trying to deal with it on my own for years upon years, uh, life started to turn around.
1: I literally have nothing else to add. <laughs> That was exactly. I was just like, yeah, Mark is yes, yeah, mm-hmm. because exactly. I mean, I feel like I am just going to say the same thing. I, oh. I just, I just, I remember that. I mean, it's like, like at least anxiety and like, but mine was more not the violent thoughts, but it's just like the anger that I I couldn't control and mm. and realize like, nah,
0: nah, I'm
1: fine, <laughs> I'm fine, I'm fine, <laughs> and sometimes you're not fine. It's okay.
0: Yeah. Especially
1: like, man, you're nineteen, it's like take a hold of it now. The fact that you are honestly, the fact that you are perceptive of it and that you are down to talk about it at least you are aware of it, you're way ahead of the game.
0: Yeah, man. Took me until I was I think it was twenty-three trying to fight it for so long that it finally went to shit. And then after that, fighting it until I was twenty nine or twenty eight to finally go to therapy. So many years It was like okay A medication Okay I can take care Of everything else On my own Uh, And it took me so long To to get into another five years To get into therapy Uh, And then you know And now I'm cool Without that But I got the help And I fucking got Where I needed to go And man if I would have Had this shit under wraps Five years ago Oh shit I don't even know Where I'd be now I mean I'm very thankful For where I am I'm very thankful For the life that I'm living Uh, And you know And that's you know Talking about letting go of shit earlier Like I wouldn't I wouldn't change a thing But I do hope that you do like, There's no
1: reason to wait until you hit the shit Yeah I mean I think that that is something that We've all gone through And it's like oh you're gonna hit the shit about some things But don't let it be your your anxiety Don't let it be what's going on inside of your head Because if you're aware of it Take care of it Yeah it's time. It's time for you to do it. are t- aware of it. <laughs> Take care of it. Uh oh,
0: catchphrase.
1: If uh, Snake says I have a catchphrase, <laughs> I got a new catchphrase. Catchphrase? No, that's not what Snake sounds like.
0: You got a catchphrase?
1: No, that's not, no Snake sounds like Marcus. <laughs> Marcus sounds like snakes. You got a catchphrase? All right, that's fine. All right. a little higher pitch, but I I appreciate it.
0: I can't uh, if I'm aware. of it.
1: I know because if you're aware of it, you got to take care of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, dude, you, you you just you can take care of your stuff. You're way ahead of the curve on all of this just stuff. Just do it
1: before things get. Gym. Yeah,
0: do it before things get real bad, man. Uh before you hit your breaking point. Yeah. Alright, next letter. Hello. What is their name?
1: Mm, bird flu.
0: By- <laughs> Please, Jackie, avian flu.
1: I'm sorry. Is it avian flu? Yeah. I almost said swine flu, but I didn't want to I didn't want to <laughs> offend anybody. But it was just because of, I don't know why it was the first thing I thought of. I like it because it's a weird game of what's going on inside Jackie's head. Bird flu. Sometimes it's what I see in the room, but that was just straight up my brain.
0: (laughs) I think it's because the government tried to get me to get a flu shot. Oh Jesus Christ. Can't let the government get you to do anything that's good for you.
1: No, last time I got a flu shot, I got sick.
0: Yeah, fuck that.
1: Nick get no flu shot. No over here. try to wouldn't let me leave give me a flu shot fucking I'm not an animal I'm not in a cage Just give me a fucking shot if I don't want it okay 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 alright
0: All right, here we go hello my name is Birdflu. and I need some advice on my relationship I started dating a guy that I met at Comic Con about two months ago things have been going really well but he gets really upset with me when I'm not always in the mood to have sex for example about 20 minutes ago I was hanging out with him and I was reading some comics and he started trying to strip me and I told him I didn't really want to right now. He asked me why not and I told him that I wasn't in the mood. I recently got on birth control and it's been really messing with my hormones. He laid down on the bed and did this sarcastic laugh and said, it's funny that when you want to do something and I don't I just do it without saying anything but apparently when I want something it's not the same. I never told him he couldn't say no to things. I told him that when a girl isn't in the mood to have sex it hurts really bad and he said, well I guess we're only going to have sex when you want it then. And a Really annoyed mad tone of voice. Then we just kind of sat there for like 10 minutes and he put on his coat and I asked him where he was going and he said, away for a little while. I don't know what that means. I guess I'll find out. So the story is he gets upset when I say no to things. And to me, that's not right. Just because he doesn't say no to things shouldn't mean that I can't say no. Right. I don't really know what to do from here. Thanks, bird fluke. You know what you need to do from here? Dump that stuff. Dump piece of shit. him. Ugh. Yuck,
1: yuck, Ugh. yuck. Ugh. yuck. Ugh. No, you, man, you are so much, you don't need that shit. Are nah. you fucking kidding me? Also, what a fucking baby.
0: Yeah. What a little, uh, uh, Yeah.
1: There are times when partners don't want to have sex. And you know what? It's okay. It's fine. And sometimes it, it's more than once in a row. And then if it is, and it's something that's becoming an issue, you're like, hey, darling, I don't know what's going on right now, but, like, do you want to talk about this? Do you want to, like, open up the paths of communication rather than shutting them off mm-hmm. and walking out like yeah. a child.
0: And that t- tip-for-tat bullshit, it's like, well, I do bullshit that you do, you want to do that you don't want to do. It's like, oh, so he wants you to fuck when you don't want to fuck? It's like, what, is he just, I mean, that's just, like, that's just someone looking for a fucking wet hole, and those type of people are disgusting.
1: And, it you know, and also, it's, like, it's great Sometimes to be like He just wants to have sex with me You know It's like It's great to feel wanted it, We've all been It's like I've, I've had that I like to feel wanted Yeah Everybody likes to feel wanted But there are just times Especially when you Just started birth control It takes a bit For mm. your body To get used to it Yeah And, and that's okay but, you know, b- before we immediately, like, fuck this guy, yeah. is he somebody that you could talk to and be like, hey, I just got on birth control, can we just talk about this and like and talk about it and tr- try and open up the path of, of communication? Because it is easy to, you know, it, it sounds like this happens all the time, and mm-hmm. I guess that's why our immediate reaction is just like, <laughs> fuck that, because no one deserves that. Yeah. Because I've been in relationships like that, I'm, I'm sure Marcus has been in relationships like that, I feel like, mm-hmm. at least once in a while, like... It someone that makes fun of you or puts you down for not wanting to have sex is not right no matter what even if it's even if it's just once in a while I'm not saying you should leave them if it's once in a while but you are very much you have the ability in that situation to say hey that is not okay yeah it's not okay for you to make me feel like shit just because I don't want to have sex right now and and you can't Take that from me. You know, that that's not what a relationship is. It's working together. It's communicating together. And that's not fair. And then, I mean, there's probably a lot of people in hearing that that would be like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I was just blue balled. I wanted to fuck and he didn't want to fuck. And sometimes... That hurts yeah. like, It actually like Hurts your chest Cause I've been there When you're just like Ah oh, But I wanted to fuck Right now But you don't wanna fuck And I understand I completely understand And we've all been there
0: Yeah We've all been there But if it's like A thing With him And you said You've only been Dating for like Two, two months? months And he's already Pulling this Bullshit I mean
1: that is a little
0: that That's That's pretty I mean that tells you just That kinda just tells you His character And what she said, I asked to follow follow up. I was curious. She's 21. He's 25. Uh, And that, I don't know, that kind of tells you a little bit about his character. Because I have been in a relationship where, you know, the sex is, you know, fucking hot and heavy right when you start off you know you're fucking all the time and then uh it sort of dries up for whatever reason you are still into it but your partner is gets weird for one reason or another and yeah there are times when i did definitely throw some snarky comments out there definitely times when i was just like well fuck it okay that's fine, whatever I don't care anymore uh i'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm just gonna get out of here, but that was after years, and that was also a relationship that had a lot of other problems right. you know it wasn't like everything else was great in the relationship except for that, as you're saying right now uh, it was a lot of other factors that contributed to that snapping uh and that was also after a lot of patience. This guy, if he can't show you any patience in this after two months,
1: but it's also respect.
0: It's also respect. Yeah, it, it doesn't sound mutual, like respect.
1: It is a mutual respect. Sex is it, it. I feel like it's not to say it's not mandatory, but it's a privilege. Yeah, I feel like it's like when you are with somebody and you're both into it and you want to do it. And it is something that's like I get to do this. Yes, you know, and it should be fun. It's it not a right. Right, it sounds like I oh, know you're mine, and mm-hmm. and I want to fuck, so you want to fuck too. That's just not how it goes. No. Especially exactly what you said with women, like especially when you first start birth control, where it's it is it's a difficult time. It's sensitive, mm-hmm. you know. It's something that if this is not something that can be discussed uh, openly, think of all the things down the road where shit only gets harder. Mm-hmm. Things only get bigger. Things that have to be discussed only get more serious in time. Mm -hmm. And if this is someone after two months that you can't even talk to him about that, where is it going to go, man? Yeah. I mean, hopefully, I imagine you've probably tried to talk to him about this. It's just something about the flight thing that always gets me. I had I I remember I dated a guy that anytime we would be in the middle of like I would try and talk to him he would just blow up and he would leave every time. And that was like what's going to solve that? Yeah. Nothing solves it by you running away.
0: I mean, there are sometimes when taking a walk Taking that, a walk is right. Is that like there's sometimes you're your like head. all right like I just need to clear my head like this is we're not getting anywhere this is like I Kind of just need to clear my head,
1: but saying that but, rather
0: than I gotta go, yeah, fuck it, like instead of just walking out, you know, and throwing a temp- pen- temper tantrum, he threw a fucking tantrum like a little kid, uh, and that, like I said, like that, that shows that that shows you something about his character. Also, uh,
1: I think sometimes it's like unless you are openly in the mood for it, it's like if I'm in the middle of doing something every once in a while and someone tries to just like. Get up on. And when it's like, I have to finish this. <laughs> I'm in the middle of doing something. Yeah, you're and reading, I can't do this yeah, right now. Yeah, you're
0: reading some fucking comics. Maybe you're in the middle of some cool shit. It's like, just give me like 15 minutes. Just, I got to finish this fucking issue of Manhattan Project. It like so just Comic-Con. came out after being fucking on hiatus for six months. You should, i mean, I'm when waiting for this. Just wait.
1: Just you just met wait. him at
0: Comic Con. He should know right? to wait exactly. until you're done.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And also, you know, it's like, I feel like I've. I've talked to a bunch of you know friends of mine that are in relationships where the sex is one-sided and it's like, it's not fun for either side mm. if one partner is not into it. No. It's, n- it's never satisfying and if it is satisfying to the person that wants it when you openly don't want it, that's another big trigger man. Yeah,
0: that's a problem right there. That's an issue. That's an issue. Yeah, I was in a relationship once where It was one of those where it was, you know, never wanting to, like, she never really wanted to, but I did because I like to fuck a lot, and... And it's also different for every person. There's also a lot of people that don't, that aren't interested in fucking all the time, and that's okay. And that's totally fine, but it was one of those where it started off with a lot of sex and then went into no sex, but... Yeah. yeah, it's just if you if you don't if you don't want to then then don't do it. It's not it's not going to be fun. Uh, and talk to this guy if you can. Uh, we I don't know this try. guy. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Yeah. It's like you know, at least try and talk to him because immediately, honestly, we both come to the defense of someone that it's like that's not right. You're not yeah. being respected, and and that is our initial feeling.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our initial feeling. That's just where we automatically go to. I mean, maybe there's some things that we're missing, uh, but. A well, there truck.
1: definitely is. You know, we don't know the ex- whole yeah. situation. Yeah, no,
0: we don't know, but it doesn't sound. But like it does. It.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, weirdly enough, it's like there's just sometimes when you read something, you're just like,
0: oh yeah, no, girl, yeah, yeah, you, you get, to get it. Yeah, you get that goopy feeling. Yeah, and, that it just and,
1: made me. I, I don't know. I guess I've just, I've just been there so many times when like I've been talked into it or like I just lay there, mm. you know, with like, like years and years ago where you just like, and then you are just like. Why am I allowing someone to make me do this? Yeah, And not that I, it, like, I'm not saying those times I was, like, raped. I'm no. saying that I was like, okay, I, I guess. And you're right. It hurts. Because if you don't fucking do, if you
0: don't get all juiced, mm. it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean. <laughs> it, it hurts. It sucks for the dude, too. I don't yeah. know why you'd ever want to do it if it wasn't juiced.
1: And, and and if, but like, but again, there are just some people with different sex drives mm-hmm. that you just got to get out of, like, it's just not a relationship you should be in if you just don't have the sex drive that your partner has.
0: Gotta right. match sex drives on partners, man. It's huge. It's a big thing. It really it's is. Really, it's much
1: bigger than you think it is. Yeah. It's okay if both of you aren't that into sex. That's cool. Or if one of you is like a little bit more, but like also acquiescent, you know, is down, you compromise. As
0: long as you're on the same kind of the spectrum. same spectrum, yeah. As long as you both play football, you know what I mean. That's
1: the thing. Yeah. You know, it's like if you want it a lot, you should have somebody that's down to want it a lot.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's all we got for today. We got to get out of here. Uh, Write us at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com if you got questions or want to comment on anything we've said today. Uh, And uh, remember, we're sponsored by craftvapery.com. Go to craftvapery.com and put in the code sexandvaping uh, to get 20% off your first month subscription or 10% or not or and 10% off uh, the vape craftvapery store. And we will talk to you all. Next week What is it You
1: got it Flaunted My new catchphrase Oh
0: If you If you notice it If you notice it if you, Then if you, you go
1: to the boats With it <laughs> Um
0: If you How did I
1: already Forget my catchphrase I know
0: If you accept
1: it Then you gotta Take a bet On it
0: <laughs> If you notice it If you t- take care of it Then you get to share if it If you t- If you If it's like If you if you recognize it, take care... If you see it, take... Care. You if see you see
1: it, it say something.
0: <laughs> you know what? I honestly don't If you remember. see something, say something. Say something, something. that's my new To you a, a therapist or a mental health professional. Yes.
1: There, yeah, that's my yeah. new yeah. elongated catchphrase. Yes. If you
0: see something, say something to a therapist or another or, mental or health professional. professional. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com.